This is Barkcast. You ain't nothing but a hound On each episode of BarkCast, your questions will be answered by professional, senior trainer and owner of Canine Point Academy, Russell D. Russell. Hi Russell, how's your week been here at Canine Point Academy? It's been good mate, thanks for asking. Excellent, so Christmas is coming. Hey! Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. I do like a crimbo. I always like to buy presents for my animals because that's what pet owners do is can buy I, Christmas presents for their animals. Can I, can I just say? Yes. To the wider world that's listening, I have bought you a Christmas present. Genuinely, I have. And I think it is up there with the best present I think you have ever received. Oh, that could be good. All right, well, we'll let it, you know. It's an after- absolute doozy and it just wow. screams Jay. Okay. I'm not entirely sure I'll be able to share this with the wider world when you receive it. And when you receive it, you'll work out why. Okay, well, obviously the Barkcast listeners might not know what it is, but I guarantee our other podcasts yeah, probably will. Probably will, yes, yeah, absolutely. Um, Christmas is coming. Christmas is coming, very excited. A lot of people... Don't get a dog. Well, that's exactly, that's exactly <laughs> going to be my question. We talk a lot about people not getting the dogs or any animals, mm-hmm. really, um, for Christmas yep. or any time that you're on holiday. Why? Well, why is one question, Okay. but two... What if I really want to? <laughs> I really want to get a dog for my family. Okay. It's a really good time. We are, we've already done the research. We know which dog we're going to get. We know that it's going to be a lot of work. We've done the, you know, it's not just for Christmas. This is not a a snap decision. It's not a snap decision. Okay. But we want to wake up Christmas morning, walk down to the tree and there in its little cage. A little puppy. Little puppy sitting there looking gorgeous, all fluffy. Oh, puppy. Yep. Oh, and I'm sorry. I'm supposed to tell you this is okay. Yeah, no, okay. There's, there's a... You just... I, what I want you to do is, first of all, explain... It's not be screwed. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't, <laughs> don't ruin Christmas. I mean, you already ruined dog ownership for everybody. <laughs> Let's not ruin Christmas for no, me. Okay. But my point being is, one, first of all, just explain again to people... Why we don't... Why we shouldn't do it. Why okay. we shouldn't get But what do we do if, a we, dog. if we did? Would you stop jumping in when I'm trying to ask the questions? One, could you please explain why is it not a good idea to get a dog during holidays yep. or when you're all there when it's perfectly good because you're all around you can all look after it you can all learn and you can all come and get training sessions mm-hmm. you're saying that's a bad idea don't know why you're going to tell us in a minute but also tell us if you do get an animal during this period how to manage that differentiation between the christmas periods over mm-hmm. 7th of january kids are back at school parents are back at work okay i mean you've largely sort of outlined the the, the bigger picture there. Thank you. You're welcome. In terms of the why it's best not to get a dog at the start of the, the holiday season, I don't know if you mean Christmas, but any holidays, is exactly that. Your routine is very, very different at holiday time than it is the rest of the time. Now, we're using this. I need to be careful with this because the last couple of years, if nothing else, has changed the way people work so in terms of our routine actually you know we work from home so our routine is kind of relatively similar outside of holiday times and it is during off holiday times when we talk about holidays we generally mean things like you know your half term breaks easter summer christmas holidays and when we talk about these things we invariably imagine a situation where we're dealing with people with kids or those that are following those sort of 
from a working perspective, those sort of structured routines, i.e. I go to an office and then we have a holiday and then I go back to the office and so on. So if you have that lifestyle or that working timeline where things are very different, then those differences are going to be highlighted when you get the dog. So in terms of we go back to it's the Christmas holidays, you know, the kids are back from school, obviously, I might have some time off work, we're all there together as a family. This is actually an abnormal snapshot of your average working living life. It's just those 10 days, two weeks where we're all together, we have this Christmas celebration and we're, we're all sort of there being and together then, as a family yeah, which is wonderful time together when you can really appreciate life rather than that stupid thing we call work and normal life when could, you're out there could not agree with any of this more brilliant absolutely dogs you don't need leads either russell's on yeah. the agreeing thing right now let's Absolute, see if we go with it i'm agreeing with everything jay says right now <laughs> So no, you're right, and it's a, and it's a fun time, and, and okay, we can sort of throw in jokes about sort of families and Christmas and all that, but no, it's a fun time. It's Christmas. It's, it's brilliant. Um, so yeah, we, okay, we've now got the puppy. It's amazing. We're having so much fun, and everything's great. And then yeah, first week of Jan rolls around, and we're back to well, kids got to go to school, you know, parents got to go to work, and the the dogs at home going well, hold the phone. What just happened? And the dog's going, I had an amazing Christmas. I'm so pleased. That was the best Christmas ever. And now they're kind of going, I've gone from that amazing high of nonstop attention and fun and activities and excitement and people and food and things to play with to silence. Do nothing. Yeah, but only until about 4.30 when all of a sudden the door opens and everyone comes back in and it's all great again. Which is going to bleed into the, the next potential issue so st- yeah it's always issues with yeah you, isn't i know it? i know but we can curb them and that's the point of this right the the main trigger point here is and we did a podcast previously on separation anxiety we did it, we did and this is where this can start to to occur because we've spent that call it two weeks non-stop with the puppy we've been with it all the time during the day it sleeps with us at night and we're back out during the day and it's with us all the time so it's used to being with you or at least being with someone and then we all leave quite suddenly for the dog and now I'm on my own and that can for some dogs be really quite freakish that can really freak them out what if one parent isn't working okay so in terms of yeah there's someone there all the time there's Two sides to that. One is, well, great. At least there's someone there that can yet engage and work with the dog. But at some level, that dog might have to be on its own at some point. But that's life. Because that's life. But wouldn't it be best to get the dog prepared and ready for that rather than waiting until the time when it happens and then all of a sudden the dog's never had any experience with being on its own and now it's freaking out. So what I would want to do and this kind of goes back to the second part of your question. Look, okay, look, we've we've done all the research. We've we've not made a snap decision. It's just in terms of timing. This is the best time for us. Great. Knock yourself out. Go and get one. And you do make a good point that we all are there together. We could spend time coming to see me or, or any other trainer and, and doing some work and actually working with the puppy and doing some proper things and putting processes in place with the puppy from the get go. So when we do go to that whole I'm back to work and back to school routine, and even if you're working from home, you might have taken some time out. But when you go back to work, work, if you're anything like a, you know, the average person that can actually focus on work at home, other like some of us pointing at Jay and myself, 
Yeah, you know what it's like. You just you work for 10 minutes and you think, oh, I could do with a cup of tea. No, I don't. I hate tea. <laughs> yeah. I'm very good at yeah. working from home. Yeah, fair enough. But yeah, yes, you're there, but you do have to actually focus on work for the now. But wait, many times in these podcasts, you turn around and say, right, it's about, you know, redirecting. It's about training. It's about 100 times a day. You've got to go and run up that hill, run back again with a stick or whatever, or a Kong. <laughs> it's 20 million times to open the door, walk in and walk out. Get and get your mates to touch a dog, don't touch a dog, touch a dog, don't touch a dog, touch a dog, don't touch a dog, touch his tail, don't touch his tail. Right? All that takes a lot of work. Yes. Christmas or yep. holiday period, you've got everybody there to help you. All of a sudden, don't you jump in yet. All of a sudden, everyone's gone and I'm like, oh my God, I can't train this dog. I've got no one to help me. Russell told me I've got a hundred times a day. I've got to open the door, close the door, open the door, close the door, open the door. Close. He told me a hundred times got to do it and now there's no one here. True. So surely you're, you, when you tell people that they should do all this training and it should be... Hey, for some people, it's going to be easier than others because they've got other extended families that are always there to help or they've got friends that live next door or, or what Damn those people with damn friends. Those, damn those people with friends, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the unique situation to you, Jake. No, yeah, yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. No. I have many friends. Yeah. Um, we love you, Jay. Mm. Right. So look, in terms of the whole, going back to the whole Christmas thing, you're right. It's a fun, engaging, yay amazing time and we want it to be that's you know that's what christmas is especially if you've got families and i don't have kids but i'm guessing if you've got kids young kids it's an amazing amazing time for it's them. brilliant which is, and it's fantastic the the concern with putting a dog into that mix is it takes it up a number of levels it makes it even more fantastic which is a good thing don't get me wrong but in terms of i'm looking at this from a from the dog's perspective as to what might happen down the line and also in terms of the behaviors that we're accepting from the dog in the immediacy that we don't actually want later on down the line. So for example, we've now gone on, got ourselves a golden retriever puppy. She's amazing. She's so much, got so much energy. She chases the kids around the garden. She's jumping everywhere. She's jumping on us when we, um, when we're in the kitchen and she swims in the pool, which is amazing because she's only a puppy, but she loves swimming. And this is all fantastic. And you, I, you can see this picture playing out and you think that just looks at a snapshot, looks amazing fun. Why would you not want that? Yeah, Russ, why would you not want that? Because at some point the dog's going to look, well, at the immediate point is the dog is learning that chasing the kids is what I do. The dog is learning jumping up at you is what I do. The dog is learning I can jump in and out the pool whenever I want. So like anything, like any toy, like any new thing you buy or bring into your life, there's a novelty factor to it. You get yourself a new pair of glasses, you get yourself a new phone, you get a new car, a new watch, a new t-shirt, whatever it is, it's that new thing and you're really attached to it. And a few months later, it's just, it's the same old, same old. Bit like my girlfriend's. Wasn't going to go down that route, <laughs> but I'm not going to say no. I'm not, not going to knock it. So, um, but yeah, so now the novelty's worn off and real life is kind of now coming back into play. So again, in those first couple of weeks when we had all that time and that amazing Christmas time with the puppy was learning, I can jump on the kids, I can jump on the sofa, I can smash around the house because it's like, yay, it's amazing fun. But now it's, you know, Monday morning, the kids are grumpy because they've got to go to school. They're in their school uniforms. They're trying to pack their lunches in a bag and the dog's jumping up and grabbing sandwiches the dog was out in the pool this morning. We didn't realize it. it's now running the house and jumped on the sofa, jumped on the kids. They're soaking wet and muddy. 
and it's all a cluster. But now, I'm being very extreme. No, no, but you're, you're painting the picture like every person that gets a dog during Christmas, that's what happens. You can just, you're freedom to everything. What about if it's not that? If it's about, I've got this dog during Christmas because I will once again reiterate this, and I'm, I would slam my hand on the table, but. It's your equipment. It's my equipment. I don't want to hit it. That's not you've a euphemism. Got, <laughs> you've, got, you've got time to train. Yes. You've got time to do potty training. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's a key thing. If you're at work, you know, potty training, you, you've said it yourself and I'll go back and I will get this and I will clip it in. Yeah, every 45 minutes, you've got to take the dog out, take him into a the little A couple of hours, garden. actually, but anyway. All right, a couple of hours. I wasn't listening. I, <laughs> I switch off yeah, a couple yeah. of times. I only work here. <laughs> <laughs> I only edit the damn thing. But, but my point being, yes. it's, it's, it's a good time. So you've made an extreme point. Yes, I get yeah, it. I, yeah, I, great I am, puppy, jump, 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 and go I, crazy. I am being extreme for that, for that reason, to okay. highlight the point that yes. But there must be, you've got to look at both sides of the argument here. Agreed. I've got time to train that dog properly. I'm going to listen to all the bark casts every single day. Then go and do it. 88 of them. And take some of them, not all of them, because there's some that you might not be appropriate to listen yep. to when you've just got a new puppy. But that can work for you because you've got time. You're absolutely right. I am right. All okay, right. good. And that is Bark that, Thank you very much for, for listening. Thank you very much, yeah. Everyone, so, get a dog for Christmas. Yeah. And I'll give you some names. You can call it Noel. That's a good one. <laughs> or Mary. Good name for a, a dog at Christmas. Joseph. Well, I don't know. Technical really, raincoat. You could call it Joseph. It's a little bit religious though, isn't it? Joe. Bauble. Tinsel. Tinsel. I like tinsel. Tinsel. Done. Yeah. Anyway, that's okay. the name sorted. Yeah. Right, let's go back to the training. So yeah, I paint those extreme pictures just for the sake of the, those. That's where we could be at. But look, going back to look, it's not a snap decision. We didn't just walk down a Christmas marker and think, oh, Bobby, let's have it. We've actually planned this. Then yeah, crack Imagine on. that though, if you could, you get like a gingerbread house and a puppy. The same market stall. I do. I do like gingerbread. I do like a bit of gingerbread as well, actually. Um, so yeah, if you put the planning in, then great. I, I would, to be honest, I would also argue if part of that planning, give us a call, come and have a chat before you've got said puppy. So at least we can tell you, right, on day one when puppy arrives, these are some of the things that you could put in place to start with immediately. So when the puppy comes in, and I'm not trying to be screwed and knock any of the fun of having a puppy, because having a puppy is amazeballs. It's awesome. It's one of the, the fun times in your life but i also want to kind of do it right so the puppy's on the straight and narrow from the get-go and for those of you that are listening that have got kids i would kind of argue for the most part you'd understand that because you don't pop out a baby and it's just all fun and giggles letting it do whatever it wants whenever it wants until all of a sudden it's seven has to go to school or whatever age they go to school um if you've got a baby crawling around your house at whatever age that is, Jay, feel free to interject. No, here. no, I'm loving this. Right, yeah, I've no idea what you're I'm talking really about. Kids, yeah. your, your comfort kids zone. Are way out of my comfort zone, right? <laughs> just dive into the deep end. But if you had a child, small thing, crawling around your house, you wouldn't just go off and do something else. You would watch. You would make sure it didn't stick its finger in a plug Absolutely. socket or fall in the pool. And that's or... why when you have children and you have babies, Women get maternity leave and men get paternity leave. Not as long as women, by the way, but that's a, we'll that's a separate that podcast. That's a separate podcast altogether. They have time to be at home, to get used to each other and to train and get to a level where you can then go, okay, everything's cool. Yeah. We've settled and, in. And, and that that's the same argument. For the average child, that only takes roughly 16, 18 years. Oh, longer <laughs> than that. But the point being is um, it, it helps with my argument that you should get the dog during the time when you're all at home. 
Because also, when you just mentioned as well about the kids, oh yeah, on Monday morning the kids are back at school. Well, during that Christmas two-week period, I've made the kids put their uniform on and I've made them stand at the door. The dogs got to say goodbye. I've made the kids walk out a hundred times, walk in and out. <laughs> to you, Russell. In which case, I would say bravo to you, Jake. Well done. <laughs> My kids hate me. Your, your kids hate the, you. They the hate worst, the dog. Worst Christmas ever. <laughs> ever, yeah. <laughs> now, I might not go down the extreme of making the kids put the school uniform on in the holidays, but I probably would work with the dog at getting it to sit and being at the door and doing some sit work at the door and doing some stuff with the kids. But having this in a, a structured as... It's the right word, but it's also the wrong word. Because I want to make this fun, not just for the dog, but for the kids as well. And for you as an owner. And training, people often look at training my dog, playing with my dog, going for a walk with my dog as three separate things. And they're not. If your dog is awake and you're with your dog, the dog's learning. Whether you like that or not, that's true. So we just need to make that time together fun and engaging so the dog works out that being with us, focusing on us, doing things with us is the real fun part. Not other people, not other things in the street, not, nothing else. It's just hang with us. And if we put some proper structure and protocol in place with the puppy, you get the benefit of all the fun and all the engagement and all the love that goes with having and owning a puppy. But you also get the benefit of having that puppy learning from day one, routines, consistency, a little bit of structure. So as that puppy grows, you're not firefighting oh, six months old. We really should get a handle on that jumping now. No, just stop him jumping from the get-go. Teach him sit in front of me is all you need to do. You're fine after six months. It's summer holidays, so you'll all be at home. And better than that, if I'm dealing with a dog, people say, oh, I love it when my dog jumps up. Well, who doesn't? Bree jumps on me all the time. I don't mind it. The difference is I can ask him to do it and he'll do it versus he chooses freely to jump on me whenever he wants. But so no I one, can teach that later. No, you went very American then. Did I? Yeah, you went later. I'm not talking about dogs jumping up. All you've talked about is dogs jumping up. It's a perfect time to train the dog not to jump up. Yes, no, 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 and I, I agreed with you. I, I You're agreeing is. with me again. I am. I'm a, it, this is a really bizarre podcast. I'm agreeing with you loads. It's almost like you've been educated. That's a very strong word. I, t I take that back. It's lucky you can really just say it's lucky it's Christmas. You can really tell we get into Christmas holidays because we've, we've <laughs> this is going nuts. Okay, look, you, you've made can very I, good points. I, yeah, I, I, no, I, I, I want you to, I want you to, because I am playing devil's advocate a lot. Yeah. Just round it up. Just round it up. Just okay, round just, it up. Just, I'm gonna, I'm gonna parcel this up nicely for you. Oh, hey, good one. I thought you'd like that. Yeah, hey, I'm gonna, I like I'm that. Stick a little bow on it, and away we go. So, in going back to your original points your original questions you know why we don't get a dog at the beginning of the holidays was more about a lot of the time it's either it's based on a snap decision or be more likely based on it's just a really lovely thing but we're not prepared to do the work put the effort in and that work and effort comes down the line when that gorgeous loving puppy is now a pain in everyone's backside because of all those bad behaviors that we allowed in the, the beginning. So it's more about being aware of that potential trajectory, if you like, of life with your puppy. And that's why I paint those extreme pictures. Going back to your second point about, look, we've put in the effort we, where we've, we've heard you bang on about, you know, be prepared, get ready to do things right. We still want to get a puppy for Christmas. Great. Terrific. Amazing. Let's, let's do it. But these are 
the things that we're going to put in place, i.e. having some protocols in place for house training. We'll do some crate work or some pen work. We'll do some engagement work. We'll do some sit exercise or, you know, some puppy stuff, getting it used to different surfaces, getting it used to actually disengaging from other people, getting it disengaging from other things, teaching the dog to um, socializing our dog, but doing that properly, not letting my dog go play with everyone and everything. So we can do lots and lots and lots. And you're also right because we're all there together at the same time. We could all work with the dog at the same time, which is great for the dog because there's more people now engaging with me. But we could also do getting the dog used to being on its own for a short bursts of time. So again, when that big trigger point happens, when we're going back to our normal routines, the dog is in some capacity kind of ready for it. It's still a bit of a change, but it's not as big a change as it otherwise would be. If you are thinking about getting a pup for Christmas, great. My suggestion would be give us a call or even come on in. Well, we haven't got the dog yet. doesn't matter because we can sit down and kind of go through a whole bunch of things so I can at least get you ready and prepared for, right, on day one, day two, this is the sort of things you want to be thinking about and doing. Like a dog so training it, advent calendar. Like a dog training. That is not a bad idea. Hey, Have I, I just mean, come up with an amazing business idea? a great idea. idea a day too late, but I'm sure I can... Two days too late. Well, yeah. Oh, we shouldn't say that because we're recording this on That's the 2nd really of December. That podcast, yeah, yeah, really dated that podcast. And it's now 12 o'clock. No. <laughs> yeah, so we can at least get you ready. So when puppy arrives, you're straight away aware, you're ready for certain things. And that, that entry level is going to be a lot smoother um, over the, the Christmas period or the holiday time. Well, there we go. Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Thanks, Russ. Was that, was that Bye. you? <laughs> Thanks. If you're looking for professional training or somewhere to board your dog, either short or long term, then check out Canine Point Academy. That's caninepointacademy.com or go to Facebook and search Canine Point Academy. Barkcast was created and produced by Shark 13 Productions. If you are looking to start a podcast or would like to learn more about how a podcast can work alongside your current marketing plans, then contact us now at j at shark13productions.com.